everybody, it's Nick Sorrentino, and this is the Business Socializer Podcast Edition for July 29th, 2023. Pleased to have you here. Today we are going to talk about Elon Musk and uh, Twitter becoming X. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about threads, uh, the um, Twitter wannabe from a Meta and Zuckerberg. We're going to talk a little bit, <clears throat> I find this particularly interesting, how much uh, top celebrities get paid for their Instagram posts. Pretty amazing. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about government and privacy online. We're going to talk a little bit about TikTok. We're going to talk a little bit about AI. Um, and then we'll talk about this uh, new crypto called WorldCoin, which is... You know, I swear, like things, uh, you know, I do agree with the statement that there is no better time to be alive than now. On the other hand, things are changing so fast and tech is changing so fast and life is changing so fast. Um, There really is, you know, although it is a great time to be alive, it is a challenging time to be alive. Challenging time to be in business. Uh, I don't have to tell you guys that. Anyway, first... So, um, you know, last Monday, uh, Elon Musk comes out and says, okay, uh, Twitter is now X, as in X.com. If you type in X.com, it goes to what was not, what was formerly Twitter. And, uh, people had a lot of fun with that. Uh, uh, tweets are now called X's. Um, you know, we'll see how this works out. Um, what we'll find it Monday, this coming Monday, we'll, we'll usually is where we'll see a flood of stories, um, you know, about whatever Twitter has become and it'll be the same thing. Um, you know, uh, Elon Musk is running it into the ground. It's a nightmare. Uh, you know, and this comes usually from the establishment old media, you know, the folks that had the blue verified checks and enjoyed significant privilege in old Twitter. Or I guess we could just call it Twitter now. Uh, and then there are other people who are cautiously hopeful. Uh, and I, I'm definitely in that camp. Um, I think that it's, you know, what, what Musk has done uh, is, is great in a lot of respects. Uh, I mean, he got rid of, you know, three quarters of the staff. Now, usually... I, I, I mean, I'm not rooting for anybody to lose a job. Trust me, uh, that's not a good thing. But uh, it was that company was so fat, full of fat, and it was so uh, censorous. Uh, you know, it, it, it was it was so obviously like targeting people of certain political dispositions that I'm like, well, you know, I mean, it sounded like it was a bad ship that needed to be, you know. Uh, if not sunk, completely revamped, whatever. I'm mixing like three, four metaphors. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so Musk takes it over. And frankly, I, I think it's um, more fun now. Uh, I like to think that there doesn't feel like there's this constant sort of, uh, I don't know. Uh, like, if, 
it is a freer place um, now, for sure. Uh, for all of the complaining from the people who used to enjoy uh, the privilege of the blue check, uh, it does seem like it's a better place. By the way, uh, I have over 17,000 followers on Twitter or X uh, at this point going way back. I was an early adopter. I think I got on 2011, something like that. Um, and I, I don't use it very much. Um, and I've been cleaning out, um, you know, pretty much people that I'm, I, I follow and stuff. And, um, you know, it, it just, it strikes me, uh, how when Twitter first came around, it, it was very sort of, it really was kind of democratic with a small D. I mean, it, it really was. Uh, and then, um, the, I don't remember whether or not there were blue checks initially or not. But anyway, once they introduced verified accounts, which is entirely reasonable, um, you know, I was like, ah, sweet. You know, I'll go and get a verified account too because I was editing against Green Capitalism at the time. We had 435,000 followers on Facebook, whatever. Uh, you know, lots of interaction on Twitter and so on and so on and so on. And they were like, no. But then, like, every, like, you know, brand new edit, uh, brand new reporter at, you know, at the Chicago Tribune or whatever, uh, like, uh, you know, automatically got a verification. And apparently there was a whole, like, pay-to-play thing going on there. And, like, certain agents had a tie-in with Twitter. And, and uh, you know, that's how it goes often in uh uh, in social media, uh, uh, but especially on Twitter. So when people complain about how Twitter's not as good as it was, uh, I personally, I think it's better, but it, it also seems a heck of a lot more fair. Uh, now, saying that, it's still a... I mean, it is still a place where there is just venom. Uh, you know, it, it just flows there. Uh, I don't know what it is about people... Um, getting on Twitter, I mean, it's worse than Facebook, it's worse than Instagram, it's worse than, than pretty much anything, just just the ugliness. And I frankly don't spend much time there, um, even with uh, 17,000 followers, although I'll, I'll bet you maybe of those people, I mean, I, most of those people followed me, you know, back in the mid-2010s. Uh, most of those, I, I've been going through and calling, and I would say probably at least half of those people, um, you know, don't really do much in Twitter either. Uh, what's interesting though, is, uh, they, they do seem to be real people as opposed to a lot of famous people, uh, with a bazillion followers, um, that pay for their followers, but you know, that's hey, whatever. That's part of the game. Anyway, it is interesting also to us that, that given the fact that Twitter has not been profitable. It's never been profitable. It may never be profitable. That for some reason, <clears throat> Meta is keen on coming into Twitter's turf with threads. And they launched threads beginning of July. Um, and anybody who had an Insta uh, Instagram account could go on to threads and they had this big spike. And like, everybody's like, woo! Okay, maybe we're gonna kill mean old Elon and you know and all that, uh, and we're, we're, you know. But then nobody used it, and it has tanked since then. Um, TikTok 
has also gotten into the Twitter short form game. They also want a piece of this business that has never proven profitable. Uh, you know, it, it is it, it is an interesting um, thing. Uh, now we're watching the TikTok version pretty closely because TikTok, I mean TikTok. I mean, first Chinese company, of course, and we're kind of in a cold war with China, which is interesting. And they banned you know TikTok and you know and all these government you know computers and and. Montana, even if you're a private citizen, you can't access it, which I'm not sure how that works. Um, but they continue to survive, which is pretty crazy. Uh, and they and in some and they're on the offense, at least on some, in some ways. Um, you know, I mean, TikTok is a part of life. It is it has been it has become a very important social medium. Um, for for small businesses particularly, um, but I mean it is a very addictive format. Um, I don't spend a ton of time on it, but I do spend some time on it because I like to keep abreast of what's happening uh, in it. Uh, my kids are on it; they still like it. Uh, lots of other kids do too. Uh, I hear uh, from businesses that. Uh, it has, you know, they've done some good things with it. Um, and so I don't know, you know, like, uh, it, the fact that, that, uh, that, uh, TikTok is trying to get into the short form, uh, uh, uh game, uh, is, is interesting. Um, but it is more interesting that both meta and TikTok want to get into this not particularly profitable part of social media. And we wonder why that might be. We'll leave that to you. Now, speaking of profitable. Um, so, we posted an infographic in the letter this week. Outlining um, what uh, the top celebrities uh, get for a sponsored um, Instagram post. And... Uh, you know, some of the people, just, it's like, uh, Kylie Jenner, who I, I, I don't know that I've ever even seen on, I mean, I, I, I hear the name, um, you know, I mean, I, I guess I've seen her on TV and she's, you know, whatever, the Kardashian thing and all that. Um, but $1.835 million per post, I mean... Now that is a gig. You know, there's like Kim Kardashian's 1.6, uh, Beyonce's 1.4 almost, Kendall Jenner. <laughs> it's like the Jenner Car uh, Kardashian world. I mean, it is insane. Uh, Taylor Swift is only 1.1 million. Uh, you know, and uh, let, let's see. that Katy Perry barely makes it into the 1 million per post. I mean, yeah, she's slumming, but. Uh, Miley Cyrus, you know, as usual, trailing, you know, only 928,000 per, per Instagram post. And, uh, you know, Kevin Hart, though, you know, uh, there's the one person on here that we kind of don't. And now the Rock is okay, too. Rock is 1.7 million. 
Uh, but Kevin Hart gets 780000 per Instagram post. I just think about that. You know, it's like, you know, just for the record, uh, if one of you guys that subscribes out there, one of you businesses, you want me to do an Instagram post for you, I mean, I will do it for like a quarter of what Kevin Hart will charge. I, you know, it, it, it's a deal. Anyway, uh, it's it pretty amazing. Um, now, uh, I'm going to go with these numbers are inflated. Um, you know, it's so much of social media and celebrity is is kind of total phony baloney. Um, now, I'm sure there's truth to all of this stuff, but, um, you know, people want to look a certain way. And that's part of this particular game. It's, you know, in a lot of ways, Instagram is like, it's like a junior high. <laughs> I mean, look at, look at the people who get the, uh, you know, the, the most money for their, their posts. I mean, it's all people like, it's all like the mean girls in junior high. <laughs> junior high. I don't even think they have junior highs anymore. I think they're all middle schools, whatever, but you know what I'm saying. Um, anyway, celebrity is such a bizarre thing. Uh, and in the in the letter, we note that Dana Carvey, um, a celebrity from another era, you know, made the point that if somebody took a pineapple and stuck it on like a rotating platform and just put it on TV, sooner or later, uh, that that uh, pineapple would develop fans and like there'd be a fan club around it. Uh, you know, there people would love that pineapple for some reason because it's just. You know, it has been blessed with TV ness. <laughs> you know, or you know, it, it, or, or you know, or you know, the same thing could be said for you know, social media today. It's just you know, it's like that. The pineapple's got a million followers. <laughs> like they buy up a million. I don't know. It's a crazy thing. Uh, you know, uh, I, I will say in another life, in a very small world, um, I had a little, little bit of taste of of what I mean, could sort of almost be called like very 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 low level fame like I, I would go to conferences and people would be like oh cool and like take pictures with me and stuff this was years ago and i have to say when that went away there you know because life changed uh you know i did different jobs and stuff um there was a part of me that missed it, and I was surprised. So maybe I do understand a little bit something about fame. I guess it is kind of addictive. Uh, anyway, whatever. Better be rich than famous. Uh, anyway, uh, it, you know, and, and by the way, um, if you are not a paid subscriber, please consider becoming a paid subscriber. Uh, I got three kids to put through college, so, uh, you know, um, your support is very, very much appreciated. Anyway. Um, so we had another interesting uh, article um, about free speech on the internet, and uh, you know, the federal judge basically made it much harder for the federal government uh, to pressure social media companies to um, censor you and me. Now, this is pretty interesting because some people call it laundering censorship because the federal government uh, under the under the Constitution, uh, because we have a First Amendment, can't go in and just censor people's speech. But the way they tried to get around it is by leaning on these private companies, Facebook, Instagram, I mean, the same meta, um, 
you know, Twitter, definitely Twitter. I mean, that's what Twitter files are all about. Facebook files too. You know, to specifically censor certain people. Um, and that doesn't seem right in the United States. Uh, we assume that the Supreme Court will be taking this up sometime soon. Uh, the current administration is doesn't like this ruling from this federal judge, and they, they want to be able to keep pressuring uh, these social media companies. But it seems like in the United States this should be pretty clear that can't do this. Um, anyway, that is that is your editor's opinion. Um, I'm not on Supreme Court. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, last thing we'll talk about, actually not the last thing, uh, talk about AI for a little bit. Look, AI, if you go and if you watch Bloomberg or CNBC, read the Wall Street Journal, um, you know, spend any time in the financial um, press, AI is... Sub, I mean, it is the subject of this time. Uh, it is changing the nature of work, um, like, right in front of us. Um, and in the edition before this uh, most recent edition, we included a list of uh, AI tools that might be valuable to small and mid-sized businesses. Uh, really, check those out. Most of them are free. Some of them aren't, uh, but they're like nominal um, fees for a different, and there are all sorts of different things that you can do do with it with AI that can save time. I've been spending a significant amount of time learning the ins and outs of uh, many of these AI programs, and there are new ones coming on all the time. Uh, and yes, they can um, make your life easier in some ways, and they will make life easier. Um, you know, I, I was listening to a podcast recently, and it's basically the the typical AI chat GPT 3.5 or so, I think we're at 4.5 now, but 3.5 or so is as good at diagnosing um, diseases as any doctor. That is interesting. Um, and we're just getting rolling here. Now, uh, one of the articles that we post in the letter is, Will AI take my job? Well, that is a good question. Uh, and I, 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 you know, like as a writer, um, obviously AI is, uh, you know, it's, you know, you've seen the, the, the strikes out in California. Um, it's of supreme interest to me as a writer, how, how it factors in. Uh, the truth is we don't know exactly how it's going to work. Um, but I am paying very, very close attention to it. Um, you know, don't need to, you know, I, yeah, the thing is, like, I mean, AI is good for, I mean, for just a ton of stuff. Um, but the question is, uh, you know, sometimes I want, um, I know that I want personal individual analysis or take on something. Uh, of course, you know, I say this because that's part of how I make my living, but I mean, it's true. I mean, I, I want to hear people's voices. Um, not necessarily an amalgam, amalgamation of, uh, of all the voices on the internet. Uh, now, AI, I'm sure we'll be able to address that, uh, you know, and probably is addressing it now, but whatever, you know, um, 
interesting times for sure. Um, but it, AI is not something to be entirely feared. Um, but it, we had better keep an eye on it. It's like a it's like a pit bull that you don't know. You know, it's probably you know <laughs> turned on you anytime. Um, and by the way, I love pit bulls. Um, Last thing we'll talk about is this thing, WorldCoin, uh, launched by, uh, launched by uh, Sam Altman, who is the CEO of OpenAI. You know, these guys just come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It's like it's, you know, it's like some guy in his mid thirties comes out of San Francisco and suddenly he's the CEO of some company that's like changing the world. And it's like the whole system up in that area of like VC money and all that stuff is is just the weirdest thing. Anyway. So he he's launching this crypto that that, that basically the idea is it, it it verifies who you like okay so you have Worldcoin and then Worldcoin says okay it definitely like you know this amount of Worldcoin definitely belongs to this human being because we verified it using a retinal scanner. Uh, now the potential the the potential implications for that are massive. Um, you know, it, it, it basically, it, what's interesting is you can't get it in the United States yet. Uh, they're basically signing on a lot of poor people. They're paying people, I think a very nominal fee to, to stare into this, literally an orb that scans their retinas. Uh, and there are all sorts of, you know, it, sort of like these utopian things where it's like, this is going to be new money for the world and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's not scary or anything. But, uh, you know, at, at the end of the week, uh, we did a, an article uh, on WorldCoin. And uh, the subheadline, uh, which comes from uh, the uh, publication we cite, uh, BlockWorks, is uh, WorldCoin isn't as bad as it sounds. It's worse. <laughs> and uh, basically, we talk about, you know, what it means if we have, uh, you know, kind of basically one digital currency uh, that is tied specifically to you. Uh, who's going to run this currency? Uh, it, you know, um, you know. The, uh, one of the things about um, crypto is that it's decentralized, uh, but Worldcoin does not does not feel like that's kind of the goal here uh, at all. Um, and so, you know, the question we ask is, you know, at, at what point, if you know, if if your ability to purchase things, um, you know, you know, is completely digitized. Um, you know, it, it just stands to reason that uh, the powers that be, uh, if people fall out of favor for whatever reason, um, you know, uh, be it, you know, for political reasons or you know, business rival reasons or who knows, um, you know. In theory, you know, your purchasing power could be turned off, you know? Uh, I mean, and in, in China, they do a version of this now. Uh, if, if you uh, cross the road the wrong way too many times, uh, you get dinged on your social credit score, and suddenly you'll find that you can't buy a plane ticket or a train ticket. Uh, you might still be able to buy groceries, um, but maybe you can't, you know, rent a hotel, you know, get a hotel room or something. Uh, that's happening right now, and it seems like WorldCoin would make that sort of thing a lot easier, you know, broadly. Uh, and, and frankly, that, that, that is a dangerous thing, um, and we need to think very, very hard about that. 
Um, we need to keep an eye on the emergence of any kind of uh, Chinese-style credit social systems, social credit systems, uh, which this is a point we make in the, in the letter on Friday. Anyway, uh, if you're wondering also, uh, if you want to learn more about WorldCoin um, and, and understand it in depth, uh, we posted a great a video from DW that explains it uh, in the Friday post. So, again, if you're not a uh, paid subscriber, please uh, please subscribe. Uh, part of what we're doing is we move uh, into now our, our third year. Uh, is uh, anybody who's a paid subscriber? And this goes for you if you're uh, if you've been a long time paid subscriber. Um, we'll do a full report, a review of your social media, uh, tell you where you're you're doing well, and 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 give you some suggestions for how you can do things a little bit better, uh, uh, which we think uh, you will find quite valuable. Uh, just get in touch with me, and uh, we'll set you up. Uh, anyway, uh, great talking with you guys. Midsummer here, getting into yes, we're we're still gonna call it midsummer. Um, and uh, until next time, this is Nick Sorrentino, and this has been this is so <laughs>